and we are the Run Duo. I am Tommy Mitchell. What's up, guys? I am India Cook. How we doing today, India? Oh, I'm good. It's been a long day, but I am good. Feeling good, feeling great. How are you? Listen, I'm good. Long day, same thing. You know, people, actually, <laughs> when they want, long when they paying you, they want you to work. They be like, that, I be like, why are you tripping? <laughs> and I think, you know, things get cranked up a little bit during the holiday season because they know that people are taking more vacation time. So they're like, listen, y'all got to get this stuff done before y'all go out on this PTO go yes. out for the holidays. So, yeah. You know. Yes, indeed. Yeah. You know, I'm an in insurance and they uh, people are going to have people coming. So a lot of them, maybe this was something that happened in the summer. Now they want to put it in for us to come look at. So, um, you know, because they're trying to get the house fixed you know, okay. for, for the holidays and stuff. I'm like, right. dude, you should have done this last month because right. Right. <laughs> nothing's going to be executed. Exactly. It's going to be hard pressed to get a contractor in here to fix this before the holidays. Right. But yeah. anyway, uh, what's going on, India? I know you, uh, <laughs> last time we talked, it was before Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. um, how was your Thanksgiving? Did you, did you do anything exciting besides, you know, go run around Atlanta, of course? I ran around Atlanta for a little bit, and then I went to Braxton's mother's house. So we went there for the holidays. And hold on, hold on, I hold on, stop, stop, stop. Your mother-in-law's house, not Braxton's Sorry. mother's house. Yes, That's your mama. my mother-in-law's house. Dad, okay, just look. Don't be trying to. Oh, that's Braxton's cousin. No. That's your cousin. I got by you. Marriage. Y'all, right? He's checking me over here. Yes. My mother in law's house. We went to my mm -hmm. mother in law's house. Um, and you know what was so funny was I knew I was running the Thanksgiving half. And I knew mm -hmm. that the time that we talked about getting to his mother's house, which he lit she lives like a little bit over an hour from from where we live in Marietta. Mm -hmm. Um and so we I thought that we were supposed to leave here at our home at 1.30 and get there at 2, like, you know, around 2.30 is somewhere around that area. Mm -hmm. Listen, we got a call when we were getting off the exit to his mom's house and it literally, they were like, where y'all at? And we're like, we're pulling off the exit. And then we get there, they're like, y'all an hour late. We're like, what? What happened to that communication? <laughs> so there was some communication background, um, a background. Oh break down as far as what time we were supposed to be there for Thanksgiving because Braxton and I are always like the most punctual people like we are on time mm -hmm. we are usually early if there's an event we're usually the early people like or like literally if we're supposed to be there at two o'clock like we're outside at 159 like we're there yeah and so we were like that and so you know his mom was like I mean what happened and I'm looking like I mean I definitely ran 13.1 miles this morning but I was like I'm not even gonna say nothing we here let's eat <laughs> Oh, they were waiting on y'all to eat? They're waiting on us to eat, yes. Woo! I know. Did you get some nasty they looks? Weren't, they weren't waiting long. And <laughs> some, of them, some of them have always are always late. So me and Braxton didn't really feel too bad because we're just like, you know what? Y'all always late. Give us one pass, one pass. But I know, like, majority of them don't do any running or anything. So I know they was like, her behind out here running around the streets doing a half marathon in the morning. No, oh, we got something to do for the day. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Well, yes, I'm glad y'all made it. It sounds like it was a nice time. It was. Um, yeah, my sister was in town. Um, I have a, well, actually, I have two nieces that live in Atlanta now. I don't even have a reason to go to Orlando anymore because everybody lives in Atlanta. Um, but both of my sisters... Uh, daughters have moved to Atlanta 
I knew one was here. I didn't know the other one had moved up here or I knew she was going to, but I didn't know she'd actually already done it. But um, we went over to my niece's um, place and they made, um, they had Thanksgiving. So they had all kinds of food. My sister cooked. Y'all didn't have to, you and Heather didn't have to order no Chinese food. No, I ain't gonna lie. I look forward to the Chinese. I like chilling and eating Chinese food. I you know, know it's, it's always, like but, <laughs> um, but you know, um, Trey has a lot of cousins on my side because both, you know, I have my nieces, but they both, one has three, three sons and one has a boy and a girl. So he's got plenty of cousins to play with. Um, so that was good uh, that he got right. to do that and run around. I like him to be able to play with his cousins because they toughen him, they toughen him up a little bit. They, Aww. you know, they they kind they kind of rough. Like my, okay. my niece's kids are a little rough and he needs to be around that. Cause you know, Heather's, you know, all no, don't wait. Did he fall? Oh, pick him up, you know, that kind of stuff. No, like, girl, you better get up and you brush it off. Let him, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Knock him down. Knock him down a little bit, y'all. We need to get him tough. Uh, this world is not going to care about you, little boy. So, but anyway, uh, it was a good time. I uh, got to see my sister, which is always, you know, always good. She's old. She's my older sister. So it's always good to get to see her. And she's, um, it's not her, not her kid's father, but she's remarried. She's actually remarried to the dude she dated in high school. What? Yes, the dude that she dated, um, her basically her first boyfriend after she left um, her kid's father. She they got introduced to each other again and they got married. So um, I know I don't know. I just I kind of think if if it wasn't right the first time, but you know, hey, hey that's you know, if she happy, good for it, good for it. But anyway, that was that was my and I like him. Drayon's a cool guy, so. Um, but, uh, anyway, um, so we had a good Thanksgiving. It was a good time. You know, I did a little bit of running, but not much, um, for Thanksgiving. I did a lot of eating, but <laughs> which I definitely, definitely enjoyed. I don't think I eat. Is it weird that I don't think I eat as much anymore for the holidays? Like I, I, feel, I remember back in the day, I used to have like three plates. Like now it's like, <laughs> I, I get that one good plate and maybe a second plate that's smaller, but I don't mm -hmm. even chow down like that and then I eat the leftovers the day after but then that's it like it's just really weird like well you know what I mean I didn't eat up because I don't get more than one plate I just get a big first plate so I didn't eat up but if something's good oh I'll, I'll keep filling up on it and I, I'm a desserts person I love desserts too so right you know and I think it's the, the holidays are the perfect time to eat desserts yeah exactly yeah. so um yeah. now for christmas you heading out of town aren't you you you, you fly yes. out yes yeah so we are headed to texas again so you know my mom and her decorations and her matching pajamas so that has <laughs> all you know taken place and we are ready so yeah we'll be headed out of town for christmas um we're really excited because you know last year we did the whole matching pajamas thing but it was virtual um oh, and yeah did a zoom meeting um so that was cool but you know it's not the same so we're really excited about christmas and headed there for them yes we're getting ready for christmas i mean we you know the tree's up um are you guys putting the tree up if you're not gonna be there are you still putting the tree and doing Listen, that Brian stuff very excited to get christmas decorations done so we have a tree <laughs> up we've got lights in the front yard we've got candy canes in the front yard I'm like, Look at you. he's like i got a fiance now it's real let's go <laughs> it's real braxton it was real before come on man but okay no, but I, 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 I understand this is the first christmas that we 
live together. So I think that this is, um, that's, that's a difference with it is that, you know, last Christmas I was not living, um, we weren't living in the same home. We had not gotten our house yet. So now we have a house and it's our own space together. It's kind of like, Hey, let's decorate everything. So we did decorate last year, but it was just the inside decorations. But this year he was like, Oh, we doing a whole thing on the outside. So he's got this little thing that beans up on the um on the house and candy canes in the front so it's a whole situation it's a whole it's a whole vibe over here for christmas <laughs> i hear you that's good you know enjoy it i you know what i've never been a big outside decorator i do like you know I, i'm a big believer you gotta have the christmas tree you gotta have the lights got all that but i've never really done outside too much but you know maybe maybe eventually I, i'll get there when trey gets older and he really can notice it but yeah. I will say this, because like, you know, I'm getting his gifts together. Yeah. And now we're at the point where we got to start hiding gifts because Trey uh, is very observant. He's quick. So if he saw a toy that was packed, he would just think, and uh, he wouldn't go, that's my Christmas gift. He'd just go, mine. mine. <laughs> yeah, mine. You don't need, go ahead and give it to me now. <laughs> exactly. So we, we had to hide stuff in the trunk until he sleeps to bring and well, it in the house. Yeah, <laughs> we put it up high, put it in places we don't think he'll look like that little kid. He's not, he's smart. He'll find stuff. Like, cause she was like, put it in his closet. I was like, Trey will see that tomorrow and be yeah. hollering about it, right. <laughs> you know, trying to get to it. So that's kind of where we are on the, on, on the Christmas Christmas thing. Yeah. So are you, did you look, did you ask for anything running related for Christmas this year? Myself? Nah. I mean, I always, you know, Christmas running related stuff is always, always can use socks, always can use right. running socks, always can use any type of shorts um running shorts uh i always can use running compression um tights i can always use some of those because i go those seem to wear out faster than yeah. my shorts like you go through them and then all them? of a sudden you, huh do you dry them yeah is that why they're, they're running wearing out yeah, don't dry them just hang them yeah hang them so yeah. anything that has is supposed to have stretch or elasticity you always want to just hang dry so like even for women for your bras or any of my tights and stuff, I usually, I never put them in the dryer because it wears out the elasticity quicker. Yeah, because Heather doesn't put her stuff in the dryer. She has a little thing that she hangs up and puts everything. A rack. Yeah. yeah, a little little rack that she puts it on. Because um, yeah, yeah, like I said, my but I have, I have this one pair of Reebok compression tights that has <laughs> lasted me forever. Um, but anytime I buy like a new set, like I go through it pretty quickly. So um, I can always use those. So that that's, because you know, winter, you need probably at least three, three or four pair of those um, oh, yeah. during the winter. Because if you're going to be running, you know, back to back days, it's cold every single morning. Um, and we just got a nice little cold snap here. So I definitely need a pair of those. But, you know, that's usually the kind of stuff that I would want for Christmas if it's going to be running related. Right. Yeah, it's so funny that you said it's we got a cold snap. You are right. This morning I went running with Black Girls Run and it was like it was 35 here so don't for our non-atlanta peeps 35 is cold but i was out there and i had forgot my gloves i had forgot mm. my little earpiece i was like oh my gosh your girl is cold out here <laughs> i made it through once i warmed up but i definitely was feeling it i was like i am cold so yes indeed yeah. look 35 i understand it's colder up north but I'll tell you something 35 is cold when you're talking about getting from under some warm sheets to go yeah, out and <laughs> <laughs> to go run out windy. on some pavement. So that's the other thing. When it's windy, like that's yeah. a whole other situation when it's windy. 
Um, but yeah, so for Christmas gifts, so my my parents are tired of getting me the same running gear every year. And I'm like, well, listen, I need that running gear every year. And that's what I spend my money on. So if you want to help your girl out, go ahead and give me what I asked for. <laughs> give me the socks. You know, I said, okay, I can start giving y'all the expensive items that I really need because I always can stay stocked on sneakers. You know, I can always stay stock like you on compression stuff that mm -hmm. to me, the ones that I get are $100 a pop. So it's like, mm -hmm. I could give y'all the big items. They like, we tired of getting you socks and head stuff and uh, like the little random things that don't cost a lot. Cause you know, I don't want my parents breaking the bank, mm -hmm. you know, as an older person um, for Christmas. But yeah, it's always, it's always interesting. There's always things this year, I think I gave them some random things that like Wazelle shirts that I see that I'm like, oh, that's cute. But do I want to spend $68 for a shirt? You know, you could put that type of stuff on your Christmas gifts, the stuff that you know you want, but you really don't want to pay for with your money. <laughs> um, and then, like I said, I can always go for like a massage gift card or sign me up for a race. Like it's those type things that are more meaningful to me than mm -hmm. anything else. Like if there's a race that I've been talking about that I wanted to sign up for, Go ahead and sign me up for that or send give me something that I can actually use when it and, and it be re running related so it's always interesting for that for my birthday it was so funny I had asked for this headlamp and it was um it I forgot the brand name of it but it was a $60 headlamp I heard mm -hmm. that it was really really good and I run in the mornings now mm -hmm. twice a week with black girls run so I'm like I need a good headlamp and Bryson was like, what, is, what kind of headlamp is that for $60? <laughs> he was like, what is that? So, I mean, I got it, but it was still like, he was like, I don't know what kind of headlamp that is, but it needs to be lighting up the whole universe for $60. <laughs> Have you seen this, the new headlamp? It's like a, it, the band goes all the way across your forehead and you don't have to touch it. It's motion. Like you can just oh, wave perfect. your hand and it'll yeah. cut it off, wave your hand and it'll cut it on. It's got a wide view. You know, I just, it, it, it was just one of those, I mean, it's, it's the internet, you know, sneaking on me because yeah. I had been looking at headlamps through Google. Like I Googled okay. it on my phone. Right. All of a sudden, all yeah, of a sudden, <laughs> um, on Instagram, I get this ad pop up for this headlamp I'd never seen before. But yeah, it's like a band, LED band that goes across your forehead. I mean, it's all the way around here, but the, the light goes all the way across your forehead. And then you can just wave your hand and it'll cut it on and off. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I hadn't, I, I didn't catch the name of it, but I, and I don't think it was that expensive. That's the only thing that kind of turned me. I was like, I ain't gonna lie. I was like, $19. Mm. Is it was only 19 <laughs> I want to say it was like $19. So I'm always weary like of Instagram ads and it's like 19 bucks and I get it and it works for a day and you know. Yeah, no, it doesn't work anymore. $19. Yeah. Mine is the BioLite headlamp 33, um, 330. That's the one it is. And it's actually, it doesn't, it's not battery used. It's, you can hook it up to USB and you, that's how you can recharge it. it. Yeah. So it's not battery, but yeah, it was a nice little $60. So I was excited mm -hmm. to be, to get that. Um, but yeah, so those are the little random things that I'm like, as a runner, you pay a little extra coin for something nice. The headlamp that I have now, I've had for several years, mm -hmm. but I know it wasn't 1999, but I've had it for several <laughs> years, but it's just not as bright as I need it. Like there's some headlamps that just light up the whole area in front of you, whereas for some, it's like, you know, you got it on, but you need a little bit more light. So, yeah, that's the problem. I mean, you know, I, I, Heather is a rechargeable one. I have one that still run by batteries. 
Okay. I like the battery one only because if I, you know, if I forget to recharge mine, if you don't, if you get recharged, then you're done. You're like, oh, dang, I didn't recharge. Yeah. It's not going to last through my whole run. At least with okay. the batteries, if the batteries run out, I can just throw some more batteries in it and I can yeah. go, even if I didn't even think about it. So that's why I've kind of stuck with the batteries. But sometimes I think about going to a, re a rechargeable one because I hear it lasts longer. Right. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. So. Y'all think about what you want for Christmas, the random things. I mean, I know a lot of people already have um, things on their list um, that they want. Something I did I did purchase for myself though is the Rise and Run. Um, Shalane Flanagan and her partner came out with another book for runners and cook, like cookbook for runners. Oh, okay. Uh, and it's basically mostly breakfast meals, which I'm really excited about. I know some people don't like to do breakfast, but breakfast is something that I used to not like to have, but now it's like, I really have to have breakfast these days. And so if you're really into breakfast, you're really into like making muffins and things that are quick and easy, things that you can eat before a long run, um, things that you can snack on. Um, that book is really good. And it's a really good size book. Like it's a good book with a, a really great number of recipes. So that's another good one, you guys. And I think that they had, um, they had a discount recently. I got a book for a little bit over $17 and that was on uh, discount on Amazon. So y'all check that book out too for your running peeps that, um, that you may want something. And like I said, if you're looking for some good breakfast options. Well, I, and also I think if you're looking to buy stuff for a runner, I know most people listen to this are runners. I would think anybody that listens to our podcast is, is an actual or feels they are a runner of some sort. Um, right. But I always think, you know, to buy something for a runner is to buy something that they would not buy, such as maybe like I'm not going to spend a whole lot of money on like a cap to keep my head warm. I'm going to try to find I'm actually going to try to find one they gave away at a race. Usually is how I get them. But yes. maybe, you know, you buy them a really nice one. Like you go and spend the money for the Nike or the Adidas or, you know, whatever their favorite brand is um, mm -hmm. for their running skull cap or um, for a shirt, you know, because I don't buy name brand stuff usually. I, I usually buy cheaper um, kits. Yeah. But for a gift, yeah, I would love somebody to go out and buy me a, a full Nike kit because it's not cheap, um, right. you know, for a Christmas gift. Yeah, that's true. Step outside the box and get some mm -hmm. stuff that they probably would not technically spend their money on. So mm -hmm. Lululemon, definitely. you know, stuff like, you know, stuff like yeah, that. Get some Lulu stuff, mm -hmm. get some little, little Wazelle, little, little stuff that you know that you're like, what? This sure how much? <laughs> yeah, that they're not, you know, that most people, most run, you know, most runners, you know, that have to buy this constantly might not, you know, want to spend their money on. Yeah. Or so, and like you said, a race, a race that maybe we wouldn't, you know, because some of these races ain't cheap. So, you know, a hundred dollar race, you know, that that saves, saves a uh, saves a runner a little bit of money. It does. And I think mm -hmm. that those type of things are more meaningful when you when you do that. But then as a runner for me too, I'm trying to do better with when I see stuff that I like, go ahead and save it so that when the holidays comes around, I'm not sifting around trying to give gift ideas. And I'm like, you know what? I got this whole wish list of stuff that I know I'm not <laughs> by myself, but these are things that I would love to have. So here you go. Here's the list. Because I know sometimes I get stressed out when people are like, what's, what's for Christmas? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> and then I go add random things on my list just because I'm trying to get, you know, get people out the way. Exactly, exactly. And that's how I feel about gifts in any way. I think gifts should be something that somebody wants, but maybe wouldn't buy for themselves. That's always, uh, to me, the best gift to get for someone. Yes, for sure. Yeah. Now, so we, we um, 
how was your how was your race though actually on thanksgiving how did it turn out for you it was okay it was definitely a get it finished day um i was able to uh complete it with one of my run squad friends troy so he did it with me um had a little bit of hip pain which is Mm. from my understanding is some hamstring stuff but so i took it easy but i got it done um i they did change the course the course was not what I remember from a couple years ago. So they did change the course a little bit, but it was, it was a good one. It was a good mm-hmm. one. It was a good race, good turnout. It was cold. I warmed up. I will say, I think I overdressed too. Um, mm-hmm. I'm always trying to figure out the whole dressing situation. Cause I'm always either I overdress or I underdress, um, but I'm doing better. But I had, I have a long sleeve that I usually put on. And then I have a, a winter, it's not a, it's a run jacket, but it's very, it's, it's light, but it's kind of insulated. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going back and forth on if I should keep that on or not and just be cold at the starting line because I did, it's not one of those that you would shed with but yeah you um, don't want to throw away up, yeah you know, exactly I ended up keeping it on and just tying around my waist but it was a good day it ended up being you know an okay day um I'm honestly Tommy I'm just excited to to have some downtime not have any races on the schedule uh, or long distance races on the schedule and just get back into the the everyday routine of kind of um, kind of building the base up again. I'm excited about that. Um, I know sometimes when we get into, well, for me, when I'm in training blocks for too long, like it just becomes daunting for me and no longer fun. Um, So I feel like I've been training since March through getting better, getting back from shin splint injury, Mm -hmm. building up to my half, building up to the marathon. And I feel like I've been training all year and honestly, I'm tired. (laughs) So I'm excited. (laughs) I'm excited to not be in a training block. I'm just kind of doing my own thing. I'll keep my, you know, three days a week of running, um, getting my strength training in, lifting some weights and going from there. So all right non-obligation no obligations to my runs is what i mean <laughs> yeah yeah and you got to yeah you got to have that time because yeah training will will wear you out mentally i guess mm-hmm. the main the main thing so you do yeah. want some time where you're just running for you just to exactly. kind of yeah enjoy running so mm-hmm. i completely understand that now mm-hmm. if anybody has ever wanted to see the run duo in person why i don't know why you would i, I can understand why y'all want to see india why you want to see me in person I have, I have no clue but if you do a face to a name if you do it's not a face to a name a face to well, a name. okay if you do we are going to be doing a live podcast with our good friend tess um for the west side 10 milers um day party which is going to take place on this coming saturday i'm, I'm sorry this coming sunday um, the day parties is coming Sunday on the 12th. The race is actually on Saturday, the 11th. So they have a 10 miler as well as a 10 K that you can participate in. It's, it's still open to register. Well, will it still be open on Thursday? I hope so. Um, if not, if so, go ahead and still, you have a chance to register for that. But the next day they're having their day party at the, uh, Monday night brewing um, with West Midtown. Yeah, on West Midtown. And we will be there doing a live podcast. Rain or shine, cold or hot. We will be out there. If you don't even want to listen to us and you just want to drink some beer, because trust me, Monday night brewing has some good selection, has a really good selection of their beers. Um, If you've ever had Monday night beers, I have. They have a a huge variety. Um, Come on out. Have a beer with me because they may not be drinking. But yeah, I'm going to have me. I'm going to have some sips. Um, sure. <laughs> during sure, that time period, sure. 
Run Social 2021 Day Party. Um, so yep, like Tommy said on Sunday, definitely come check us out. We will be doing some interviews on the spot. So definitely come out, have a good time. Let's recap over the year. And again, like Tommy said, come see our faces. <laughs> exactly, exactly. What else we got going on, India? Listen, so did you hear, so this last week, the Olympic trial qualifying standard time has changed, Tommy. Okay. Did they bring and it down to where I can qualify? Listen, listen. next <laughs> lifetime, next <laughs> lifetime. <laughs> but you know what? It's not too bad for the women. I mean, for mm -hmm. the men, but it has drastic, I consider it drastic change for the men. I mean, for the women, excuse me. The men is not so bad. So mm -hmm. for women that are trying to qualify, Olympic trials qualifying, for 2020, they needed a two hour and 45 minute marathon and a one hour and 13 minute half. Mm -hmm. For 2021, or for the next, for 2024, excuse me, for 2024, mm -hmm. that marathon has gone to a 237 marathon and the half is a, is a 112. So they're, they're, for the half is only a minute faster, but okay. for the marathon, it's eight minutes faster for the women, insane. Wow. Eight minutes faster. Now for the men, um, the marathon was a 219 and it has only gotten faster by a minute. It's 218. And mm -hmm. the, the, the half was 104. It is now 103. Now I find it really interesting. Like why did the women's marathon have such an eight minute faster gap versus the men's? And I don't know if it's just because, I mean, us American women are getting faster and we're crushing it. I think that that's what it is. Um, but I think that that's, it's interesting and amazing, but you know, something that I thought about is that I know that Tommy, you and I know people that were trying to, trying to get to that 245 and now yeah. all of a sudden it's 237 and it's like, damn, like dream. Some people feel like their dreams may be crushed because getting to that 245 was their goal. And now it's like a whole eight minutes faster that you have to get to. Well, you know, what's also always been, and I mean, I'm only assuming that they're doing it based on the amount of people that qualified last year. That's the only thing I can figure last mm -hmm. time um, is because they've changed that and, you know, they want to make it, I guess there's a percentage they probably have to hit um, for the amount of, of women that can qualify for it. And this is just to qualify to run in the trials, basically. Correct. Yeah. This is the qualifying time for the running trial. Mm -hmm. I always thought it was interesting that they use half marathons for the marathon. I mean, I, I understand it probably doesn't make any difference because uh, Molly Slidell, Slidell pretty much could prove that, hey, if I can qualify to half, I'm also good enough to, to, you know, do very well in the marathon as well. So yeah. it was just always, because to me, those are two very different races, they at least the way different. I always look at it when I'm running. When I'm running a half, I feel like I can hump it. Like I can really get this done. Marathons, I take, I look at it a little bit different just because I feel like, I, I, your body just acts so differently after 17 miles than right. it did before that seven, you know what I'm saying? Before that 17 miles, it's totally different yeah. um, way that your body reacts to what's going on. And, you know, the, the adrenaline that's gone and everything that's, you know, dying on you. So I always thought that was interesting that they do take that, that half marathon. It is time. interesting as well, but I guess they assume if you can hump it for the, cause the half marathon times and they kind of try to translate it over. Mm -hmm. But I would think people that also run halves, you're probably, they're probably dropping good distances. Um, yeah. Walk, yeah. That's probably why. Um, and some people may be better at the half. I think it, it kind of, um, 
is a benefit for people that may be better at the half, but just want to Olympic trial qualified. Like they probably know that they're not going to have the best time at trials, but to be able to say that you OTQ'd, I think is, a, is still a, a good badge to have. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I understand. I mean, I understand, you know, cause obviously I'm not a scientist. I'm not a doctor, nothing like that. So whoever does do this has figured out that it is the same as just, I know I approach those two races very, very differently. Right, definitely. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, in Atlanta, so when the trials was here in Atlanta, there was 511 women that ran and 260 men that ran. Now, with the new qualifying time, out of that group of people that ran in Atlanta, only 79 would have hit for males and 421 would have hit for females. So with that being said, I think that there definitely is going to be a drastic drop in numbers, but we also don't know, like they, they have some time to, to get fitter um so we never know kind of what that number is and then honestly we've been having some people debut in the marathons so there's some people out there that have been getting fit through quarantine and you know may come out and, sh and show out so we never know kind of what what that's going to look like um but for the marathon uh you can start to qualify for it starting january 2022 for the half is january 2023 and then they have up to 60 days before the trials to a nap to basically meet the qualifying time um, that has not been uh, when the trials is going to happen has not been announced yet but they definitely have that time block it's a little smaller than the last time block but um because i think that they definitely had a lot longer for 2022 trials yeah very much yeah. Uh, it, so, it will be interesting to see you know it, what that time difference does mm -hmm. it will um, be it would be so um and I don't know if you paid attention to this one, but California International Marathon was this weekend, um, this mm -hmm. past weekend. Um, so, and they actually had about 12 women to run under 237. So that's a good big deal. And then you had about 11 more that did like 240s. Um, and then about 174 women that did sub three hours. So I think that there's some people in there that either will, will grab it easily, but there also are some of those sub 240s that may be able to grab 37. So I don't want I don't think we can discount people. I think, you know, the ladies, I feel like American women are getting stronger or women in general just getting stronger. And I'm happy to see it. I'm really happy to see it. Yeah. And also, I guess, true. The other thing is, I think you, we have more marathons that are coming out, not really so much for Olympic trials, but for Boston that are made to be fast for people that want to Boston qualify. It's become its own little kind of industry, Boston qualifying marathons. Um, so that might have something to do with it too. Definitely, definitely. And I mean, and I, there are, like, I think that that's kind of like a tagline under registration for some of these marathoners. Mm -hmm. This is a fast, good Boston yeah. qualifier. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's become like the new marketing tool, you know, for a lot of marathons. So I think that probably has something to do with it as well, um, because you're getting these faster times because these type of marathons are, are popping up. Right, exactly. Definitely so. I think that that's definitely something that um, is a benefit. So, um, and while we're on this topic of um, California International Marathon, I know a lot of times we talk about your fast elite and we talk about paces, but y'all also know that I, I am in love with my back of the pack people. Um, and you know, honestly, I feel like in 2021, I've been kind of the back of the pack lately. Like I've just been kind of getting through injury and chilling in the back. But I learned that California International Marathon actually had a six hour pace group. So an actual person 
that ran the six out for six hour, the six hour pace group and led people to the finish line. That is a huge deal because I feel like their majority of races usually cut their pace groups at like five hours or 530 mm -hmm. max. Like and even, I think a lot of times it's usually five hours. So to see a six hour pace group is to me amazing. Um, six hour pace group is around a little bit over a 13 minute mile over ever average pace. Um, and so to see that is, it just makes me feel like some of these races are embracing back of the packs more. And I feel like there are people that aim for that six hour marathon. Um, and is really, I mean, it's really good. Cause if you think about it, a six hour person that runs a six hour marathon, usually probably during their regular training, if they're doing halves or they're doing 10 Ks, they're probably running usually like 11 minute miles. Um, and then when it comes to a marathon, of course, a lot of people in the, those ranges, you're going to slow because it's 26.2 miles. Yes. Um, mm -hmm. So I just think that that is awesome, that 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 is an option. And I hope to see more races that have those, uh, the pace leader to be able to 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 pace those back of the pack runners. Exactly. That's that's a good idea. Um, and, you know, it, it, once again, inclusion brings everybody in under the tent. Everybody can participate. Right, right. And, you know, it's just one of those things, too, like for people that want to be a pacer, because um, usually if you are pacing six hours, more than likely you are running probably a 530 pace. 530 is probably your your easy coast to a marathon. Um, mm -hmm. You don't you, typically you're not going to have someone like Darrell that can run, you know, three hour marathon, 330 doing a six hour pace group. That would be probably the longest day and very difficult day <laughs> for them but you want someone that is closer to the mid back of the pack to pace that because not only do it's not going to be as strenuous on your body but you can you can do it with ease quote unquote meaning that mm -hmm. you're okay with going a little slower mm -hmm. but you're also going to understand the feelings of people at the back of the pack and being on your feet longer and being out there mm -hmm. um, for six hours like there's people that they can't imagine being on their feet for even four hours or five hours, like doing a marathon. So being out, being out on a, doing a marathon for six hours, like that is just something that if you don't understand that life and what it looks like to train in that space, it looks very different. And your encouragement to the back of the pack and how you handle back of the pack um, pacing probably is, is very different than someone that is pacing a three hour pace group or 330. Exactly. And I mean, you know, you're back of the pack. The only people, the only thing that, you know, they had to lynch on, latch on to a lot of time was the truck coming up and picking up the cones. That's not that's not a good look you want for anybody that's in your race. You want them right. to feel like they are still considered a part of the race, regardless of, you know, what time they finish, as long as they were within, you know, the hours that you've set for definitely and like you said just inclusivity and just let them know that there's there's someone out there for you um and of course we all know that there's people that finish in seven hours eight hours depending upon mm -hmm. the race but i just think that even having a six-hour pace group we're getting somewhere we're getting somewhere with the inclusion of back of the pack runners now if we can just get social media to 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 get better with um when you're posting statistics and how to do easy runs and how to do all of this let's include something slower than a 12 minute mile like i i feel like there's so many people that, that they post more knowledge about eight nine ten eleven minute miles and then it's like 12 minute miles and beyond like there's like less education out there about it so mm -hmm. well, that's why you know most um people or you know coaches 
talk about time and don't talk about your pace. Well, I need you to run 30 minutes. I don't care how far you run. You just need to run 30 minutes. Right. And to me, that's the best way to, to train people up. Yeah, it is definitely different. Like being mm-hmm. able, so earlier this year when, when I had, when I was working with Coach Danny, it definitely, she trained me on time versus distance. And for mm-hmm. every, all the years that I have been running, I always trained on, um, always trained on, on distance versus time, mm-hmm. but it definitely does give you a different perspective and it kind of motivates you in a different way. Cause it's like, okay, how far can I get today within 30 minutes versus, <laughs> you know, anything like that. So it definitely varies. And it's a different level of thought process when it comes to it. Well, I mean, you know, even when I used to read about training, when I was like, um, when did I first read about running when I was in high school, it talked about run for an hour, run for 30 minutes, run for 20 minutes and that kind of thing. But most people's minds can't, we can't think like that. It's just hard for us to, we can imagine two miles. It's hard for us, okay, 20 minutes. So what does that look like? When do I turn around? You know, am I going, you know, that kind of thing. So I think that's why they go to, to you know, mileage more than time. But in reality, it's always, you know, been the best way to, to train. Definitely, 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 definitely. So very interesting. I look forward to seeing more, um, more races that have those, pace groups and pace mm-hmm. teams. I, I would love to. I'm like, oh, I, maybe I can make that a goal of my life one day is to be able to pace the, a back of the pack race team for a marathon. I think that that would be very fun and exciting. Um, and let's get more people excited to be able to do that. So exactly. Yes. Um, and I know we mentioned Boston earlier. So was it last episode that we talked about the Boston um, Boston Marathon and their vaccination issue? I believe it was last episode. And yeah, because we were saying before. how they had they said if you qualified, you qualified. It was no, you know, um, yes. you know, time um, right. beyond the qualifying time. Yes, and we alluded to the numbers were probably lower for participation due to the requirement of vaccination. Mm-hmm. Well, New York Roadrunners has now issued a statement that all starting, they have a particular race that they're starting on, um, but now you are also required to have a full, be fully vaccinated to run any of their races. So wow. that should be very interesting as well. And I think that that's, I kind of figured that once Boston came out with such a strong statement, I figured that some of the other racing organizations would come out and do the same. I'm really, I'm laughing because if, if you don't know, I'm a big Tampa Bay Buccaneer fan. And yeah. recently, one of our wide receivers and a couple other players got caught with fake vaccine, vaccination cards. Yes. So I'm really interested to see if that's going to become a thing. It's, it's, it is already a thing. Yeah. I think it's definitely going to creep up more um, that 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 they're going to be more false vaccination cards. And it's like, how do you prove it? Like, how are they finding out that they're fake? Like, what is... Well, they would have to... Um, well, you know what? It, I don't think there is a way that you could truly figure it out because, because of laws against you knowing medical information on people. It's not like... We get the card. Okay, you got this done in, I'm just going to use the county that the fake ones came from, Citrus County, Florida. Right. Boston can't call Citrus County, Florida and say, hey, did you guys vaccinate, you know, Tom Jones? Yeah, right. you can't do that. It's a, they, they, they don't have to give you that information. So, you know, the only person that could do that would be a federal agent. Yeah. Because so it is a federal crime to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe there's like, I don't know, maybe a database. They need to do a date. I, I mean, I don't know if there's a database, but once again, you're getting into giving up medical information. Yeah. So 
Um, I don't know if they if they would ever be able to prove that, but I, I can definitely see that happening. Yeah, yeah, I could definitely see that happening too. And I could see more people, if it has not already happened, people giving false vaccination cards to run these races. Um, so yeah, so if you are a New York listener and you're listening, so they are actually kicking off that rule starting for the New York Run Runner Midnight Run, which is more like their New Year's run. So mm-hmm. starting in January is when they're kicking off that rule. So it'll be interesting to see what that looks like. Um, I will say I give praise to Atlanta Track Club. Um, I know that they were one of the first to kind of do a bigger race for the Peachtree for 2021. Mm-hmm. And they had the vaccination thing. They had the the tested testing negative thing and then also the dogs which was something that was big maybe some of these other races can look out for other options to allow people that are not vaccinated to run I know there's there's a lot of comments that of course come out when people feel like they are forced to get the vaccination well I mean I I hate saying the word forced because you're not forced it's it's a it, we're not forcing you to run the race. It's you're just, right. You're not. It, it's an extracurricular yeah. activity. So exactly. So you're um, not forcing you. Extracurricular. Yeah. You know. Now, of course, I with with Roadrunners, which I know is a you know the largest running club you know in America. I'll be interested to see how many members they may lose. You know because of that. Now I, I feel like the up north they are a, a little bit more sure. agreeable with um the things that go on with COVID just because in a city like New York where everybody's on top of each other you kind of learn it ain't ain't always about you whereas here in the south where you know we might have a little wide open spaces people you know still believe that I don't care about you I only care about you know what I want to do and it's my right and that kind of thing so maybe it won't be as bad a bigger backlash I think if you tried that in the south you would have a a much larger backlash than you do you know maybe up there that's true. You know, people are, are be clowning us down here in Atlanta. They say y'all been wide open. Y'all never closed. They see exactly. us up down here. They like, like, what is going on? My boy hit me up. He was like, "Are y'all having freak night? What's going on there?" Right. <laughs> like, like y'all don't wear masks nowhere. <laughs> right. No, that part. Like seriously. Like exactly. Y'all don't be doing nothing. Exactly. So okay. you know. It, it may be a little different if they try to do that down here. So I'd be interested to see. I mean, I like the way uh, Atlanta Track Club did it, you know, to make people feel safe. You know, you you had to, you know, do whatever. So I like There was it. options. There yeah. was options around it. So Exactly. So um, I thought it was good. But anyway, but yeah, I, I, I kind of saw that coming too. I'll be interested to see if like, you know, Chicago follows suit kind of thing london you know like are y'all gonna yeah follow yeah is everybody like, just kind of in the numbers that's the yeah. thing like you know i know atlanta track club dropped their numbers down from the sixty thousand in order to accommodate um and i don't know if they'll do that again next year depending upon what life is going to look like but that'd be very interesting and if they're going to keep the same field size because of it yeah it depends on how seriously they take this new variant i think um, but also, I think because we learned a lot during this initial COVID pandemic that maybe we don't have to be as stringent because we did learn a lot during that and we know how to handle it, you know, better yeah. this time. It's not brand new like it was the first time where we shut everything down. We're not panicking right now. Yeah, exactly. We, we kind of like, oh, OK, that's another one. All right. So get my mask. Get Let me go get my booster. Yeah. Let me yeah. go get my booster. Exactly. Exactly. Right now. Yeah. Stuff, aren't, stuff is not flying off the shelves. So. <laughs> exactly. Yes. That'd be interesting. 
All right. So now this was episode 99. Yes. So we got episode 100 coming. Uh, I'm not sure what we're going to do yet, but we'll figure something out. <laughs> we yes, will figure something out we are excited about episode 100 like that's a big deal tommy we in the thing yeah exactly i mean even though you know we see other podcasts I'm, we had 500 we do podcasts every other day of course you have 500 yeah, yeah there's people that do podcasts like three times a week we're like exactly i'm like what, what kind of time you got who are you talking right. to yeah. like, well they do that full time we do not do podcasting full time but we've been popping out these bi-weekly podcast for y'all since 2018 and that's gotten us to this 100 100 episodes so exactly well hey i am looking forward to it um i will see india this weekend as we will do like i said a live podcast so um i think tess is gonna let us probably put that out next week as well so be looking out for that and of course come on bro buy me a beer come on right come on through through. (laughs) you are in atlanta we'll be doing that live podcast and again for our listeners that are not in Atlanta. We'll be posting that podcast, so y'all get a little extra one for from for us from us for December. So that'll be our Christmas present to you guys. <laughs> so India, now if they do want to get in touch with you to kind of find out how to mail you their your Christmas gift, yes. go ahead and tell them how they can get in touch with you. Yeah, so you can find me at on my website at Miles from India, um, www.milesfromindia.com, and that is also my YouTube page. Um, you can also find me on Instagram, which is what I mostly uh, contacted on, and that's I underscore of underscore indigo, which is with the E E N D I G O underscore run. So that's I of indigo run. And you can hit me up at tmitch68 um, on Instagram, or you can email me at thomaswmitchell, the number two, at gmail.com. Yes, yes, yes. All right, y'all. Thank you, guys. Y'all have a good one. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.